not going to take a timeout. That is the ball game. What a win for Dave Aranda and the Bears today over 14th-ranked Iowa State. Bears win it 31-29 over the Cyclones. It is the biggest win in the short career of Dave Aranda coaching at Baylor. Baylor over 14th-ranked Iowa State, 31-29 the final score. The John Moore Show is brought to you by Amanda Cunningham, Coldwell Banker Apex Realtor, by Alan Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, your friend in the car business, by Marine Land Boating Center, home of Yamaha Boats, making memories since 1983, by the Baylor Club at McLean Stadium, on the web at thebaylorclub.com, and by Diamore Fine Jewelers, 4541 West Waco Drive, where Waco gets engaged. Hey, what, what do you see from Oklahoma State's defense? Looks like they play pretty bad. They play fast. They have a lot of guys up the line of scrimmage. Um, you know, their defensive coordinator I've met with quite a bit and um, have a lot of respect for him. I think very, um, I like the way he breaks things down and he thinks about stuff and is a deep thinker when it comes to football and all of it. And Stay connected with the Voice of the Bears on Twitter, on Instagram, and on Snapchat at Voice of Bears. There's a greater uh, potential for, you know, bad play or a really good play, right? And so for us to kind of get that math on our terms is going to be a big part in the game, I think. You know, we talk about identity, like O-line and D-line leading the way. This is going to be a major factor. O-line slowing down their rush and uh, their ability to disrupt. Now. From the Allen Samuel Studios, here's the voice of the Baylor Bears, John Morris and Aaron Sexton. Yeah, those two guys. Hi, welcome. Glad you're with us. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in studio on this Tuesday afternoon. Highlight cut courtesy of the Baylor Sports Network from Learfield. Coach Dave Aranda in the open and Baylor football coming off the win over Iowa State now preparing for Oklahoma State coming up this Saturday in Stillwater. Welcome in. Glad you're with us. Uh, coming up in the hour, we'll have our regular weekly Tuesday visit with Paul Jobson, Baylor soccer coach. Aaron, this will be fun this week. Uh, Baylor's coming off their first two conference games of the year, both on the road and both wins. Beat Oklahoma State last Thursday 2-1, to one, and then on Sunday followed that up with a 2-1 win over eighth-ranked TCU in uh, in Fort Worth on Sunday. So off to a 2-0 and start in Big 12 conference play and hosting Texas Tech this Thursday evening, 7 p.m. at Betty Lou Mays Field. So we'll visit with uh, Coach Paul Jobson coming up in the hour. News uh, for soccer we'll talk about with Coach Jobson just released. Top of the hour uh, with winning uh, comes the spoils. Jennifer Want is the Big 12 goalkeeper of the week. Congratulations to her. And Sarah Norman is the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Week. Congratulations to her. Yeah, Coach Shout. Ah, there we go. <laughs> Man, it's yeah, just been, it's been one of those days because I have to have that button out to uh-huh. talk to coaches. Uh-huh. and uh, But you have to have it. You know, turn back on. Well, you see, that's why we're here in the 2 o'clock uh, yeah. hour. We want to make sure hey, everything is, is ready for Matt Mosley. We've just got to make sure everything. This is the test hour for, yeah, yeah the next no, two shows. We work out all the bugs. We work out all the kinks. <laughs> and then when Mosley rolls in at 3 o'clock, everything will be perfect. Because nobody wants to hear that. 
you know, he's like, no, I'm just kidding. That's that's great. But um, yeah, Coach Jobson and the Baylor Baylor soccer team had a great weekend and well deserved uh, two really great victories to start off conference play. And that's a uh, that's a big big uh, head start if you want to win the conference championship. That's right. I mean, those two on the road. You know, and uh, so really big. I, th I think I said this yesterday, preseason poll, Baylor was picked eighth in the preseason, okay? Uh, that's good motivation going into the year. West Virginia was picked number one. Oklahoma State was picked number two, maybe TCU. TCU and Oklahoma State were two and three. I'm not exactly sure the order, but they were two and three in the preseason poll, and Baylor's beaten Oklahoma State and TCU on the road to start league play. Yeah, that's what, uh, you know, I'm um, – um, you beat, and not that, you know, the preseason, you know, polls mean a lot, but they usually have a good, pretty good idea of who's good and who's not. They were wrong about Baylor, but, you know, according, according to those polls, you've beaten two of the best, two of the three best teams going into the year or two of the three best teams that you'll face. Let me put it that that's way. That's true. Yeah. That's so, true. uh, that's a great start and on the road, as you said, yeah, that's yeah. always tough, Which you know, it's very tough. Yeah. So we'll visit with Coach Jobson about all of that coming up. I thought Baylor might jump into the uh, top 25, you know, with those two wins, especially the win over previously eighth-ranked TCU. Baylor is not in the top 25 in any of the soccer polls. They are number 26 in the RPI, and that is – and I'll ask Paul about this, but I think that's really more important than being in the top 25, being in a poll – you know, what your RPI is, that'll help you come NCAA tournament time. That's really more important than being top 25 in a poll. Absolutely, and it's kind of weird in any sport to have their record and an, R and an RPI that high and not be ranked. Yeah. I mean, it, it just it usually doesn't happen. Uh, right. You know, like uh, I'm sure Coach Jobson, it'll be no big deal to him. He's worried about winning and how his team's doing, which is really well right now. But that is kind of weird that, you know, that you have that your RPI is super high. You've got a great record on the season. You got some great victories on the season, and you're still not ranked. Speaking of polls, uh, and you know Baylor football jumped into both polls this week. 21 by the AP, 24 in the coaches poll, and that was coming from. The more I think about it, that was a huge jump because Baylor was not even receiving votes in the AP poll, so they were way down the list, probably. Well, how many how many teams re receive votes? 10, 15, uh, probably 20 between maybe? 15 and 20 yeah, usually that's what I would depending think. on the week. It's right. usually between 15 and 20, yeah. So, so say, you know, conservatively say 15 teams were receiving votes. Baylor jumped all of them plus up to number 21, so jumped uh 2, 3, 4 and 5, four more in the poll up to 21. So they jumped about 20 schools to get to number 20, make their first appearance in the AP poll this year at uh, number 21. Yeah, and we talked about a little bit about that yesterday. But, you know, and, and, and of, course, of course, you know, Coach Rand is right. You know, they, they're not concerned with those things. But as Baylor fans, you know, we, we like it. We right. like seeing it. it it's it's uh, it, it, it gets your program national recognition, you know, and we get to say, you know, hey, you know, our number 20, uh, I know some people don't like when you use the term our, but you could say my favorite team or <laughs> right, however right. you want to phrase it, the number 21 ranked Baylor Bears. Sure. And, you know, the, I don't think that Oklahoma State and Baylor, had they already been scheduled prior to Monday or did that just happen yesterday? What do you mean scheduled? I mean, the game was on the schedule. For, yes. for TV. Oh, yeah, they did that last week. Oh, okay. They announced it last okay. week. So. 
So that was done before both won. But Oklahoma State jumped into the poll, too, at number 19. They right. were receiving votes. Worked out for ESPN it because did, they're going to have a game on ESPN, too, with two top 25 teams. Exactly. That neither one was in ranked, you know. The which, week before. Right, which helps them. Yeah. It, it helps, you know, like I said, it helps national recognition. It'll get more eyeballs on the game. Um, and it's going to be hopefully another great weekend. Man, this weekend was so good. Baylor, <laughs> the Cowboys, yeah. uh, Baylor Athletics. Oh, yeah. Across the board. The Cowboys last night, it's just, yeah. I'm just, I don't know. I, I can't even describe how happy I am right now. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. And uh, I love Coach Aranda's approach to the rankings. Hey, let's don't, let's don't promote it. Let's don't talk about it. This is just the start of where we want to go. And uh, Annie's right. You know, would you be happy if Baylor, you know, sitting at 4-0 right now, would you be happy if Baylor finished 4-8? and Absolutely not. I mean, they've got a lot of work to do and a lot of tough games to still be played this this year, including Oklahoma State and Stillwater this week. So I love his approach. Hey, don't make a big deal out of it. We're there. Let's keep uh, keep uh, pounding the rock and keep uh, moving forward. I, I wanted to ask you, and I'm, I don't want to put you on the spot, but you know a lot of these things. You're you're really good. Um, how many times have, has Baylor won in Stillwater? Oh. Um, is it only once, or if no, they want to more than once? Okay, but I, not much more than. I mean, once. they finally ended the streak under, uh, I, under Coach Browse. Coach Browse, I believe, yeah, right, right. Um, and it had been a long, long streak. So it may, maybe what three victories there now maybe. total? Not very maybe. many. Let me see. Uh, I, I've got the notes here. Um, I'd have to go through the notes and look at it. We don't have Oklahoma State's notes yet, but it's going to have the series history in here. Uh, here it is. Baylor's 18-21 and 21 all-time against Oklahoma State, okay? 7-13 and 13 in Stillwater. So we won seven times there. Oh, okay. But that's over many years. In fact, Baylor's won two of the last three in Stillwater. Oh, I got you. I, I, you know, it's, but uh, that followed 11 straight losses in Stillwater. See, so and that that's why I was so off there because that stretch. sticks in your head when you have a losing streak like that. It's kind of right. like the losing streak, the same thing um, before, and I still remember that pass that RG3 made, had never beaten Oklahoma oh, yeah. until, what, 2014, that game on ABC. 2011. Was it 2011? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. The the uh, the incredible pass. Like by, you said, you'll never forget it. Well, I'll forget the year, but I'll, I can <laughs> I can picture it in my head because he had to throw it back across his it body. Was unbelievable. Uh, That's what that won the Heisman. For yeah, him. about 50 yards in the air, the ball traveled because he was it was about the 40 and and was about 10 yards behind the line of scrimmage. I've watched that play probably 25 times. Yeah. It's just just great, and so uh, yeah, I've got to remember that. Baylor's well beyond all those streaks. You yeah. know, I mean, they, they won two conference championships. They played yep. for another, you know. I mean, they, there was a lot of them, unfortunately, to, to break, mm -hmm. but they've broken them, mm -hmm. you know. But you're right. I mean, there was 11 straight trips to Stillwater when uh, Baylor came home with a loss. In fact, for a while there, it was like it was the, uh, the graveyard of Baylor coaches. You know, it seemed like we were playing Oklahoma State the last game of the year. And it had already either already been decided or pretty what much everybody knew that as soon as that last game was played, that coach was going to get fired. And it seemed like I, I can remember two specifically, maybe three Baylor coaches that happened to. 
Wow. So you go to Stillwater, and uh, and you know it's your last game coaching at Baylor. <laughs> right. So that's to, unless – well, maybe even if you had one, uh, but we didn't come close to winning. So it's, it's a tough place to play. I mean, it is a tough place to play. Fans are right on top of you. They let students in with those paddles that bang on the padded walls. Uh, number one, I don't, I don't know how they allowed you to bring those into a stadium – uh, asked Jonathan Berry, one of our facilities guys, the other day, hey, would you let uh, students bring in, you know, big old paddles like that? Would you let anybody bring those in? <laughs> he said, absolutely not. They're weapons. But they, they let them bring them in, and they beat on those padded walls, and it is right above the Baylor team bench area. And I mean a couple of feet uh, right behind them. There's not much room on the sidelines at all there in Stillwater. But that's part of the challenge, and uh, Baylor's accepting the challenge, and we'll be up there Saturday for Baylor and Oklahoma State. Looking forward to it. It is a 6 p.m. kickoff for the Bears and the Cowboys this week. We're on the air at 4 p.m. with the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show, 6 p.m. kickoff right here on the flagship station for Baylor Athletics, ESPN Central Texas, where we'll take a break and be back with more in just a moment. In fact, let's look at the entire Big 12 schedule for this Saturday. We'll do that when we come back. John Morris Show brought to you in part by DMRA Fine Jewelers. They're at 4541 West Waco Drive. Where Waco gets engaged. This is a Fox 44 weather update. I'm Chief Meteorologist Mike LaPointe. Mostly cloudy skies tonight with a chance of scattered showers and thunderstorms. Our best chance, though, will be overnight with about a 70% chance. Low temperatures falling to 70 degrees. Tomorrow, you'll be waking up to showers and a few thunderstorms across the region. Most of it will be out of here by 10 o'clock in the morning, otherwise partly sunny and humid in 87. Join me every weeknight during Fox 44 News at 536 and 9. For your forecast first, plus check out fox44news.com for any changes in in the weather. This weather update is brought to you by the Nitsche Group. Since 1949, Texans have secured their insurance needs through the Nitsche Group. Learn more at the thenitschegroup.com. Recently on the Matt Mosley Show. It is Mac Rhodes, the director of athletics. When people go through adversity together, I think it can bring them, them closer together, and I really think that's, that's happened for the eight of us. And then just excited for the four that uh, will be joining the, 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 the conference. And um, I, I, I think there's a, a special opportunity for, for the Big 12 to, to be better than it's ever been before. Matt Mosley, weekdays at 3 p.m. on ESPN Central Texas. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like, well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. At CNC Collision Center, they handle any paint or body work job. In fact, they offer a lifetime warranty on any paint and body job they do. But that's not all they do. At CNC, they can take care of all auto repairs. If your AC is on the fritz, let one of the specialists take care of it so you can beat the Texas heat. Need new tires? CNC has what you need and can even install a Rhino bed liner in your pickup. So for all your automotive repair needs, go to CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville. 
Satisfy your appetite with the great food at B&M Barbecue and Warren Riesel. They specialize in slow-cooked Texas-style barbecue, and you can buy it by the pound, the plate, or the sandwich. Ask about their three meat and two meat combo plates. B&M Barbecue and More also features a daily lunch special, plus all-you-can-eat options. And don't forget to satisfy your sweet tooth with their homemade pies. A proud supporter of the Riesel Indians, B&M Barbecue and More. Now open Wednesday through Sunday, 10 a.m. until 8 p.m. Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuels Studios, brought to you in part by Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat. They are your friend in the car business. They're on the web at allensamuelsdcj.com. Baylor, Oklahoma State, talking about that, part of a big weekend in the Big 12, some really uh, uh, appetizing games uh, beginning at 11 a.m. on ABC, Texas at TCU. ABC television for this one. Texas coming off the big win over Texas Tech. TCU coming off a loss to SMU. This is the conference opener for uh, TCU. Uh, And you think, oh, this is all Texas, right? Well, what's the recent history? Uh, And I don't have it top of my mind, do you know? Uh, they are two and seven in the last nine. There I believe, you go. Yeah, or, or three and seven in the last ten. But I believe it's two and seven in the last nine. It's one of those two. Yeah, yeah. That they do not have a great recent history against TCU. TCU has their number for yeah. whatever reason. So, uh, so that'll be fun. Eleven a.m. on ABC on Saturday morning. Two thirty in uh, Manhattan. Sixth ranked Oklahoma at Kansas State. That's on Fox at two thirty. Oklahoma coming off the win over West Virginia, three-point win. K-State coming off a 31-20 loss on the road to Oklahoma State. So uh, this is tough. And K-State has beaten Oklahoma each of the last two years. So that'll be a good one as well. 2.30 on Fox, Sooners, and Wildcats. 2.30 on ESPN2, part of a doubleheader on ESPN2. Texas Tech at West Virginia. Tech won in Lubbock a year ago, 34-27. West Virginia uh, sorely disappointed. They didn't find a way to get a win in Norman over the weekend. They lost by three on a last-second field goal to Oklahoma. Texas Tech, as we mentioned, uh, got beat big in Austin uh, and lost their quarterback, Tyler Shuck, in the process. He is out with a broken collarbone. So Henry Columbi is in at quarterback for Texas Tech. 2.30 on ESPN2. Uh, and then it's back-to-back on ESPN2, the Baylor game, 21st-ranked Baylor at number 19, Oklahoma State, on ESPN2, and uh, here on ESPN Central Texas. Soon, uh, Cowboys uh, beat Baylor uh, handily last year, 42-3 to in Waco. Game wasn't even close. Late in the season, Baylor was really depl- uh, deplenished uh, with their uh, roster, 
and Oklahoma State took advantage, just uh, spanked Baylor a year ago. But here we are now, one of four ranked versus ranked games in college football this weekend. One of only four, Baylor at Oklahoma State. And then also 6 p.m. on FS1, Kansas plays at Iowa State. Cyclones look to get back on track playing the Jayhawks, 6 p.m. on FS1. So those are the games around the Big 12 Conference coming up this Saturday. We look forward to uh, all of those. Certainly look forward to our trip to Stillwater, Baylor and Oklahoma State on Saturday evening. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we'll be joined by uh, Paul Jobson, Baylor soccer coach. Baylor soccer is riding high. They're not in the top 25, but a number 26 RPI, which is huge for this team, coming off back-to-back road wins to open Big 12 play in Stillwater and in Fort Worth. Paul Jobson, when we come back, John Morris Show brought to you in part by the Pioneer Boys at Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Serving Central Texas since 1943, Pioneer Steel and Pipe has had the same ownership, the same family-operated business covering four generations. Tell me, how rare is that in today's business environment? At Pioneer Steel and Pipe, their reputation is built one customer at a time. Their objective is to make sure their customers leave satisfied with their buying experience. They are Central Texas' largest structural steel, pipe, and metal building components distributor. Remember, they deliver and unload. They are basically your one-stop shop for all your steel needs. That is Pioneer Steel and Pipe, locations in Waco at 913 South Loop Drive and Orchard Lane and in Bryan. They're open Monday through Friday, 7.30 to 5, Saturday 8 to noon, and 24-7 on the web at pioneerboys.com. It's off to Stillwater this week for Dave Aranda and the Bears, taking on Oklahoma State. 4 p.m. for the Baylor Alumni Tailgate Show. It's a 6 p.m. kickoff with J.J. Joe, Ricky Thompson, and the voice of the Bears, Sean Morris. Bears, Cowboys. From Boone Pickens Stadium in Stillwater, this Saturday, right here on ESPN Central Texas. Established in 2007 and independently owned, Alliance Bank Central Texas is committed to helping families and businesses meet their financial goals. From their tellers to their board of directors, they know the importance of superior service and competitive products. Customers have confidence knowing that their financial needs are in good hands. It's your bank, Alliance Bank Central Texas, with two Waco locations, 4721 Bosque Boulevard and 191 Archway Drive on Highway 84 and at AllianceBankTexas.com. Member FDIC and Equal Housing Lender. Marineland Boating Center, Crest Pontoons, and Mercury Marine believes no matter how you boat, the water unites us all. Crest Pontoons offer a level of quality, safety, style, and comfort that is unparalleled in the industry. Mercury outboards are durable, reliable, and powerful. Whether you're fishing, pulling a tube, or just getting away from it all to relax, Marineland Boating Center has the perfect model for you. Take time to live the pontoon life and experience the Crest standard of excellence. Powered by Mercury at Marineland Boating Center in Waco, making memories since 1983. Hey Waco, need a fresh start to your morning? Tired of the same old cup of joe? Come on down to Common Grounds. We serve all your favorite plus several options on our signature menu you cannot find anywhere else. Try our world-famous cowboy coffee. You can get it either piping hot or ice cold, any way you like it. We're open all day from 7 a.m. to 11 p.m. at our 8th Street location next to Baylor University and 6 a.m. to 9 p.m. at our Woodway location next to Slow Rise Pizza. So if you need to pick me up or just want a beautiful space to connect and unwind, come on down to Common Grounds where you're sure to experience more than just coffee. Wake up the right way, Waco. 
Connect, host, work, and play with the Baylor Club. Enjoy an upscale environment featuring chef-driven cuisine and space to watch all the action. Discover a private club inside McLean Stadium with all the amenities you could want, including complimentary breakfast Monday through Friday, a la carte dining for lunch and dinner, and special events for all interests. Contact John or Rebecca today at 254-710-8080 to make the Baylor Club your home away from home or to book your next private event. Have you been tagged yet again in an engagement ring photo? Are hints being dropped all around you? Rest assured, D'Amore Fine Jewelers has been rescuing men seeking the perfect ring for over 25 years. Come in with a picture of her dream ring and we'll make it a reality. With our five-year financing, custom design team, and selection of diamonds, we'll make the whole process fun and enjoyable. D'Amore Fine Jewelers on West Waco Drive. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update, brought to you by Slovakia Sausage and West. Playing his first home game in 351 days after suffering the compound fracture of his right ankle, Dak Prescott helped the Cowboys beat the Philadelphia Eagles 41-21 last night, completing 21 of 26 passes for 238 yards and three touchdowns. Veteran cornerback Richard Sherman is flying to Tampa today to visit and work out with the Buccaneers. Baylor third-year sophomore quarterback Jacob Zeno entered the NCAA transfer portal today. The Bears prepare for a top 25 matchup with Oklahoma State coming up on Saturday. Astros on a four-game skid start a series with Tampa Bay tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers start their final homestand of the season tonight with the Angels, 7-05 first pitch. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. You're listening to the John Moore Show on ESPN Central Texas. It's time now for our visit with Baylor soccer coach Paul Jobson. He is the voice of the Bears with Coach Jobson. Baylor soccer playing that uh, trademark brick house defense. Baylor soccer with a 2-1 win over Oklahoma State last week in Stillwater. A 2-1 win over 8th-ranked TCU in Fort Worth on Sunday. And Baylor uh, home hosting Texas Tech coming up this Thursday evening. It was the first win over a ranked opponent this season for Baylor. First one since October 9th of last year against then number 5 Kansas. The two goals scored by Baylor uh, in the 2-1 win over TCU, the most goals allowed by TCU this season. So uh sound like they got a little brick house going up there as well. Taylor Moon uh, with the first goal, Elizabeth Coyman with the second, and back-to-back uh, -back wins, as we said, over two of the top three preseason Big 12 favorites uh, in Oklahoma State and TCU. Uh, to the victor goes the spoils. We mentioned that uh, Baylor – a couple of Baylor players have been recognized by the Big 12 this week. Jennifer Want is the Big 12 Goalkeeper of the Week. Sarah Norman is the Big 12 Defensive Player of the Week. So congratulations to them. And uh, not in any of the top 25 polls, but they are number 26 in the RPI this week. And that is a jump up. Um, Jerry and uh, Katie and I were talking about that. A jump up from the 40s, I think, somewhere in the 40s up to number 26, so a huge jump 
on the big week by uh, Baylor Soccer. So congratulations to them. We are attempting to uh, make connections with uh, Coach Paul Jobson. We'll visit with him when we can make that connection. So we'll keep trying that and uh, and uh, look forward to talking to Coach Jobson coming off the two big wins. Uh, you know what? I mean, he, he's with us every week, but they just won these two games back-to-back. I'm sure he's just been flooded with interview requests now, and, and maybe we got pushed to the side a little bit, but uh, we'll keep trying. We'll catch Coach Jobson. We'll get him at some point on with us here in the hour. So, uh, Baylor soccer playing very, very well. Baylor volleyball is playing well as well. haven't seen the new poll for this week, but Baylor was number 10 in the nation a week ago, and they won uh, two at Kansas State, 3-0 and 3-0 over the weekend, and uh, now home hosting Texas Tech this weekend. They will play the Red Raiders Friday at 6 and Saturday at 6 in the Farrell Center for Baylor Volleyball. All right, uh, joined now by joined now by Baylor uh, soccer coach Paul Jobson. Paul, uh, I was saying, you know, I, I'm guessing your phone's ringing off the hook. You get those two big wins. Congratulations on that. I'm glad you can uh, fit us in this afternoon. That JMO got a little bit uh, delayed there, so I apologize for the delay. Did, did we get the brick house music? In we got least? brick house, and you missed it. Yeah. All right. All right. All right. We got right. it. We're not changing a thing. Believe me. Good. 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 <laughs> hey, congratulations! Uh, two big wins, both on the road to open Big Twelve play. Yeah. Thanks, JMO. I mean, the girls have just you know we felt going into conference play we were prepared. Uh, you know, that's what you do. You're trying to do during that non-conference section is get prepare for your conference games and you know we knew it was a tough slate you know those two teams in particular and then doing it on the road obviously made it a little bit tougher but you know our girls just really showed you know what they're made of and um yeah just couldn't be more proud of the effort they put through uh this this weekend how'd those games play out first uh against oklahoma state a 2-1 game how, how did that one play out for you well yeah you know really well i thought that you know we came out strong i thought we were the the better team there for a lot of the game and um you know scored a scored a great goal they they got one back and we were able to, to to get ahead of them uh late in the game and just really just resiliency on the road you know is is you know just a fun thing to see with your team and i think we've talked about it earlier it's like we're a team that all year has been better at the end of a match than we've been at the beginning and we we've been working on starting starting better um and i think we're to that point and i think oklahoma state was probably at least the first half was probably the, the best half of soccer that we've played played thus far wow that's great and then uh you know you not got enough another tough road game on sunday uh to close out the weekend you talk about starting fast it, it seemed like by where your goals were scored uh, you started the first half really strong and the second half really strong yeah i mean it was it was great you know you come off that big win on thursday on the road against you know a really good oklahoma state team and uh, you know, you're going into the second match of the weekend feeling feeling good and, and knowing that you got a, at least one great result on the road. And, uh, yeah, but the girls were, were fired up, running with a little bit of momentum and, and came out strong. And, and, you know, I think in that early goal just gave them the confidence to say, hey, you know, this is just a just another team. And I think we were showing them some things that they probably hadn't seen uh, against any of their other opponents so far this year. And, you know, only their second loss of the, of the season. And I don't think they're going to have many more. They're, they're a really good team. And these, Paul, I was telling everybody earlier, these are two of the top three in the preseason poll, Oklahoma State and TCU. West Virginia is the other one. But you just beat two of the top three teams in the preseason, uh, both at their place. 
Yeah, you know, in, in TCU, you know, you know, the reigning conference champions made a made a great run last year in the NCAA tournament. You know, they're still they brought back most of their they're really really good players, so they're pretty consist, consistent with with what they were last year. You know, that's not always the case. You know, those preseason rankings can be a little bit deceiving, but I do think that that TCU team is is going to be a um, a postseason tournament team, hopefully in there with us representing the Big Twelve and a couple other teams, but. Uh, yeah, just quality quality opponents, and, and you know when you get to conference play, um, anything anything's up for grabs. You know the, we all know each other really really well. There's no secrets. You're gonna both, all the teams are gonna be prepared for each other, and you know you just got to get out there and play. And our girls did a great job of just being really consistent through the weekend. Paul Jobson, our guest, Baylor soccer coach. Uh, congratulations, couple of honors from the Big Twelve for two of your girls, uh, Jen Want, the Big Twelve goalkeeper of the week, and Sarah Norman, the Big Twelve defensive player of the week. Yeah, really. You know, those honors are just you know everybody else finally recognizing what you know what we've known all along, and I think that's Jen's third you know goalkeeper uh, award this year already, and uh, you know I think a, maybe a first for uh, for Norman, but you know they're those center backs are you know unsung heroes you know her and you know, Kaylee Abels and just any of those girls on those, that back line they're really unsung heroes um so really great for for Sarah to get that recognition as well yeah they're not they're not unsung to you are, are they I mean that's a big part of, of your play <laughs> and your game uh you have to have you have to be strong in that position yeah it's a big it's a big piece of what we do and, and always has been and always uh been I think some, some positions that get overlooked in some of the awards because you'll find some other other girls that maybe play you know, defensive midfield that may get an assist or a or goal and they'll get the defensive award on the on the week. But just you know, finally getting some recognition for what you know our center backs are doing against great attacking players. I mean, they're you know a lot of it is a credit to the players they're playing against too, where the conference can recognize and say, wow, you know, some of the best forwards in the in the country are are having a hard time against Baylor's back line and goalkeepers. So. That's just a credit to, to our conference and our league, too. And I thought, uh, you know, with those two big wins and TCU being ranked eighth at the time, I thought you had a chance to, to jump in the top 25. Uh, apparently you have not got in the top 25 of any of the polls this week, but your RPI is up to 26. That's that's really big. Yeah, the, you know, the RPI is a, you know, a good factor uh, for us. And it's interesting, the, the rankings, uh, I don't know, what goes into to all those sometimes, but uh, some of it's probably political, <laughs> to be quite honest. <laughs> I think we've I think we've only beaten uh, three and maybe tied another top twenty five team that's in there. So, but the the good thing for us is that none of that matters right now. Is is where we are at the end of it, um, and we just like we did in seventeen and eighteen, just keeping it out of you know selection committee's hands yeah. uh, to where they have to make you know have to make a tough decision and just make it easy for them by continuing to win win games in the Big 12. That's going to be a difficult task, but I do think we have a team that can can do that. Would you say, I mean, what you just said about the polls, would you say almost that the RPI is, is more important or something you would maybe put more stock in at this point in the season? Yeah, well, at the end of the day, those none of those polls are, are being looked at to determine who makes the postseason. I'm on, a, I'm on the regional committee uh, for the South region, which is where the, the Big 12 sits, and, and that, that committee – pours into the national committee that makes the decisions for, for the, the postseason tournament. So that's the one that's going to mean the most, and RPI plays a, a big part in that and where we're sitting right now with ours, uh, which goes along with you know all of our opponents that we've had some great results against are having great results. So that, that's what's going to matter at the end of the day, not the opinions of, of the media or opinions of other 
uh, coaches in Division One, uh, but but what our what our work actually does will be what puts us in the postseason. Gotcha. All right. How about uh, Texas Tech coming in on Thursday? What's that? Uh, what's the challenge there? Oh man, you know we're sitting there looking at another great, you know, Big Twelve opponent. Where if they're, you know, I think they've got uh, uh, one, maybe maybe two losses. They scored, I think, nine goals this last weekend. Seven against one team. You know, so they've got a great high-powered offense. They're they're fast, they're athletic, and it's always a uh, it's always a tough matchup uh, with us in Texas Tech, and we're looking forward to, to having them in. It's always you know the, the hard ones are fun. We don't shy away from them. We're always looking forward to the next one. And that'll be fun being at home. It is uh, understand uh, thunder sticks are going to be given out. Uh, that'll oh, add nice. to the, the festivities on Thursday. Absolutely, my kids will be excited about that. I love the thunder sticks. Maybe we can get a couple over there on the. On the bench side, so we can uh, yeah have some fun with some thunder sticks. But, yeah, but it's going to be a fun night. We've had some great crowds. I think just excited, you know, out on this on the other side of COVID here with being able to have fans uh, in our stands. Even even up in Fort Worth this weekend, it was fantastic. We had you know we scored two great goals and just the the thunderous roar out of the crowd from the Baylor fans up in Fort Fort Worth was amazing. So we appreciated all the all the support and looking forward to that again this thursday night nice do you and marcy let the thunder sticks come home or is that something that stays up at the uh, up at your office well if they get stuck into the van on the way home they <laughs> might find themselves popped by a pin accidentally i don't know <laughs> I, you know so i can't i can't speak either way to that but. uh-huh i hear you hey thanks for the visit i appreciate it i know you're busy but congratulations on the 2-0 start in conference and good luck against tech on thursday Thanks, J-Mo. Really appreciate it. All right, you too. That is Paul Jobson, Baylor soccer coach, flying high and thunder sticks on Thursday. So if you needed another reason to come out and see Baylor soccer play, that's one of them right there. 7 o'clock Thursday evening on the banks of the Brazos at the Lou at Betty Lou Mays Field for Baylor versus Texas Tech soccer. Team is playing really, really well. What a great group, and I hope that continues this week. All right, let's take a break. When we come back, we will look ahead. We will share some birthdays with you. Plenty more coming up. Oh, let me mention this. Uh, We're mentioning the promotion with Thundersticks. Aaron, on Thursday, uh, Cody Soto, Mr. Soto, tells me that for volleyball this week, volleyball is hosting Texas Tech Friday and Saturday. On Friday, it's the Dig Pink game. As we get into the month of October, you'll see a lot of pink uh, as uh, Breast Cancer Awareness Month is the month of October. So Friday evening, Baylor Volleyball will be wearing uh, the pink uniforms, and it is Dig Pink Night. And then on Saturday at 6 p.m., it's Youth Night and Volleyball Summer Camp Reunion, which means post-match autographs on Saturday. So those are the promotions coming up for uh, Baylor Soccer on Thursday with Thundersticks and then Volleyball, the Dig Pink game on Friday and the Youth Night and the Volleyball Summer Camp Reunion with post-match autographs on Saturday. Great job by our fan engagement crew in making it a great atmosphere for home events on the Baylor campus. Now we'll take a break. We'll be back with more in just a moment. John Morris, Aaron Sexton in the Allen Samuel Studio. We'll be right back after this. Cowboys football 2021. Prescott's going to be under center. Only heard here. here. Under center, first and goal. There's a handoff to Elliott coming right. A big sack. Martin block. All season. And he blows through. He walks the dog. Touchdown, Cowboys. Sunday afternoon, it's your Cowboys and the Carolina Panthers. Live from AT&T Stadium. On this Dallas Cowboys radio network station. 
Catch the Cowboys and the Carolina Panthers Sunday at 11 on ESPN Central Texas. At the Good Feet Store, all it takes is a free fitting to see how our personally fit arch supports can help relieve your pain. Just listen to Pam. I walked all day in my cowboy boots. The pain from my back was killing me. Finally, I just tried the Good Feet Store. The gentlemen fit me with arch supports. They just helped me. Relief could be steps away. See for yourself with a free fitting and test walk at the Good Feet Store today. Your good life starts with Good Feet. Stop by today at the Good Feet Store in Waco in the Central Texas Marketplace. The stars at night are big and bright. At the Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo, presented by H-E-B. Mark your calendars Thursday, October 7th through Sunday, October 17th. Don't miss thrilling fair rides, rowdy rodeo action, and hot country music, and much more at the Extra Co Event Center. For ticket information, visit hotfair.com. You better believe this year's Heart of Texas Fair and Rodeo will be big and bright. We'll see you there. Walk-On Sports Bistro in Waco, a place where over-the-top enthusiasm and culture is the daily norm. Come watch your game with us and enjoy mouth-watering Louisiana cuisine. Prepare fresh enough from scratch kitchen. Enjoy wings, burgers, po' boys, seafood, and alligator. And don't forget the Boom Boom Shrimp. Happy hour Monday through Friday, 3 to 6 p.m. and 9 p.m. till close. And all day Sunday, Walk-On Sports Bistro in Waco. Check us out online at locations.walk-ons.com. Walk-Ons in Waco, where everyone is treated like family. Rookie home buyer? Go the distance with First Central Credit Union. We are opening doors to home ownership. First Central's open door mortgage loans up to 95% of the appraised home value. Our starting lineup includes low closing costs, no points, low origination fees, flexible terms, and competitive rates. Thinking about refinancing your mortgage loan? This plan works for you too. Apply online at firstcentralcu.com. We're your team. Everything we do, we do for you. Some restrictions apply. Rates subject to change. Equal housing lender. Member NCUA. Texas is open for business, and as potential customers re-emerge, now is the time to reach them. Your proud Texas business needs customers, and customers need your products and services. So let Eminem Broadcasters bring you together. Eminem has a variety of specialized radio stations, each designed to reach a specific audience. Advertising grows your business. Email today to info at mmbwaco.com or call 254-772-0930. That's 254-772-0930. ESPN Radio Sports Center. I'm Ward Lynch with your ESPN Central Texas Sports Center update brought to you by Slovakic Sausage and West. Playing his first home game in 351 days after suffering the compound fracture of his right ankle, Dak Prescott helped the Cowboys beat the Philadelphia Eagles 41-21 last night, completing 21-26 passes for 238 yards and three touchdowns. Veteran cornerback Richard Sherman is flying to Tampa today to visit and work out with the Buccaneers. Baylor third-year sophomore quarterback Jacob Zeno entered the NCAA transfer portal today. The Bears prepare for a top 25 matchup with Oklahoma State coming up on Saturday. Astros on a four-game skid start a series with Tampa Bay tonight, 7-10 first pitch. Rangers start their final homestand of the season tonight with the Angels, 7-05 first pitch. And you can hear that game on ESPN Central Texas. Sports Center every 20 minutes, only on ESPN Central Texas. And the land. 
segment john morris aaron sexton in the uh, stand by me studios the alan samuels stand by me studios glad you're with us you heard ward in the uh sports center mention the rangers and the angels uh and this is the final week of the regular season is that hit you yet final week of the regular season the only reason that it even registers is that they're more than likely going to hit that magical Hundred loss mark could happen, right? Yeah, could happen. Yeah, uh, what a season. And, and you you sit through a lot of Rangers games, running those up here. They're sitting at fifty seven and ninety nine right now. They are thirty one games out. Yeah, uh, that's the wild card. Thirty one games out in the wild card. I know I've talked about it before, but Eric Nadell makes those a lot more. He's unbelievable. Yeah, I mean, he, really he, he makes he's unbelievable. it. I, I could listen to him read the phone book. I know yep. that's a trite saying, and a lot of people say it, but he's so good. Him and I've, I've Brad Sham, I've talked about how yeah. they're both heroes of mine. Actually, Brad Sham liked a tweet of mine because oh. I mentioned during the broadcast, I was, I walked, you know, and uh-huh. I, it, I don't like to break the habit because if you break the habit, you get out of it, you know? And so I was like, if I stay on my regular schedule, I can finish my walk. About halftime, I can listen to it while I'm walking, get home about halftime, and uh, then watch the second half. And that's exactly what happened. But I'm walking, and I'm listening, and Babe Laufenberg goes, did the Eagles have uh, 12 men on the field? And Brad Sham just completely deadpan goes, probably they're dirty cheaters. Ah. <laughs> and I just I'm, – I'm walking with headphones on in front of uh, – uh, drug emporium yeah and and there's people going in and out and i'm just laughing <laughs> so loud and people are looking at me like you know like okay well, you know that's great walk around that guy but yeah it was because of that so i tweeted how funny that was and he actually liked it i nice. was like that's pretty cool brad's great he is great rangers by the way are 34 games out in the american <laughs> league west so final week of the regular season uh for the most part all the playoff spots are set uh, the Reds won yesterday, but uh, they're five and a half games out on the wild card with only five to play, so they were eliminated last night. Thanks in large part to St. Louis on an unbelievable late-season run. Have you noticed this? The St. Louis Cardinals have won 16 games in a row. 16 in a row. The the National League is just ridiculous because the Dodgers are going to probably win 105 games and have to play in a one-game playoff because San Francisco has been so good. And I've talked early, you know, I talked after the trade deadline about how the Dodgers were pretty much unbeatable in a seven-game series because they have Walker Buehler, Max Scherzer, and uh, Clayton Kershaw, you know, two Cy Young winners and, and one that, have finished runner-up, I mm-hmm. believe, and mm-hmm. is probably going to win at least one before he retires. I mean, that's who you're going to see in six of the seven yeah. games if yeah. it goes that long. Right. And they're all they're probably, what, three of the top ten pitchers in the league, probably close to three of the top six or seven. And if they don't win that one game, down to, you have to they win go one home. game and you're I finished. mean, it's yeah. just insane yeah. how good the top of the National League is this year. 
Yeah, Dodgers have won 100 games. They're 156. <laughs> and San Francisco's won 102. Yeah. They're 102 it's and 54. Crazy. So the Dodgers, um, you know, it's not, it's not a lock. I mean, those two teams have, are both going to be in the playoffs. Uh, Dodgers still could catch San Francisco to win the division. But um, one of those two teams is going to play a one-game wild card. But St. Louis, uh, winners of 16 in a row, it was a dead heat there for a while with the Reds and the Cardinals and, uh, and San Diego. San Diego really dropped off. Reds hit a, hit a cold stretch and pretty much knocked themselves out. And St. Louis just went on this run that now is 16 straight uh, victories. So final week of the regular season, playoffs would start next week, Major League Baseball playoffs next week. And, uh, boy, that's fun. Uh, when October hits, there is uh, it's not much better than an October baseball. There are just some really high-caliber high, uh, matchups, uh, high – uh, high reward matchups, you know, like that playoff, that wild card game um, is going to be unbelievable. In the American League, in the American League, if the season started today, it'd be the Yankees and the Red Sox, a one game wild card playoff. In the National League, it would be, as we said, St. Louis and, uh, and Los Angeles in a one game playoff. It was like uh, the year that the Astros won the World Series, or, or man, or was it the next year? I think it was that year that it was the same thing in the American League with with the Astros, Yankees, and Red Sox. Oh yeah, that's right. And I was like, that's that's those three teams would would win the World Series, you know, nine out of ten years. Yeah. And there's two of them, you know, that aren't going to make it because, you know, only one can make the World Series, obviously. But they were all great, and I think that St. Louis, I've St. Louis. Well, yeah, I mean, I think that St. Louis is just as good as any of those three teams. And I think, honestly, San Francisco and Los Angeles, the Dodgers teams, those two teams are better than the Astros, Yankees, and Red Sox teams two years ago. And those were incredible teams, some of the best I've seen in my lifetime. I mean, if you're a baseball fan, you should really watch the playoffs and and the World Series because you're going to see some of the best teams – probably the past 50 years yeah that's right so uh so that's going to start next week that'll be great to see and uh things are are falling into place with the wild card uh two wild cards in each league about to be wrapped up the reds uh, will play out the string they will not be in the playoffs this year all right uh, matt mosley uh we mentioned his name earlier he is coming up top of the hour three to four p.m today and then at four o'clock Tom and Ward and Aaron will be in here. Aaron, let me mention, I was listening to you guys yesterday. It was, I think, near the end of the show, and you were sort of predicting the Cowboys-Eagles uh, game. And I, if I remember right, Tom and Ward kind of both said Cowboys big, and you said Cowboys maybe By a touchdown. seven. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they right? were right. Yeah. They were right. Yeah. And, and I would say part of it is I'm superstitious which I am, but that I really didn't think that it would be a blowout. I thought that I thought the Cowboys would win. I didn't they give credit to Tom and Ward because uh, I, I, was, I knew the offense was good. I, I thought they would struggle on defense, missing as many people as they are. But, man, Dan Quinn's doing an incredible job. Yeah. I mean, just filling, plugging in holes with people because he keeps losing people. And uh, they had a great defensive game plan, you know, um, one of the, out of the 21 points, there was basically only one good drive 
by uh, Philadelphia when it mattered. The, uh, there was one defensive touchdown, you know, at the beginning of the game. Yeah. And then there was one late where they were playing soft coverage and that the game was out of reach. Uh, so basically, Philadelphia scored seven points against mm. their defense uh, last night. And that's pretty, pretty awesome. Yeah. Cowboys win big. Uh, I was going to ask you, um, Terry was uh, – she went to bed early last night, had to get up early today, and I uh, flipped over to the uh, ESPN2 with the Paytons, with um, uh, Eli Payton and uh, – I'm sorry, the Mannings, Eli Manning and Peyton Manning last night. Have you watched any of that on ESPN2? It's just kind of a running commentary while the game's going a on. A little bit of two. it. You know, I mean, yeah. it's entertaining. Yeah. But I just prefer traditional play-by-play. Right. I'm Me just, too. You know, I watched it a little bit and tried to give it a chance. They had Matthew Stafford on with them part of the first half. They had uh, Nick Saban on with them part of the second half. And it's just, you know, a couple of guys uh, with some guests sitting around talking, watching the game. And the concept, I think, is really good. Uh, I think it's gaining ground. I think they have more viewers every week. But yeah, I, I, would, it, I would still prefer, you know, the regular game broadcast. Yeah, they went uh, – I know they went over a million viewers the second week from – probably less than a half a million uh and and you know word of mouth is big because people told me you need to watch it it's yeah, really yeah, funny and yeah. it's really entertaining and i did and they're right and i just prefer i just prefer the regular broadcast I'm with you. Uh, give me traditional play-by-play with a good colored commentator and i'll take that yep you know yep. No, it's nothing against the manning brothers that what they're doing is fantastic it really is it's funny and yeah. they have good insight uh, and if you enjoy that, I hope they keep doing it because there's a lot of people that do enjoy it. But I, I, w- I would rather watch the uh, regular broadcast. Yeah, I agree. Peyton is a hoot, man. He he drives that ship. I mean, did he you, is he is the best one on there. Did you see what Eli did? No. What he said he did he did a uh, some hand gestures oh. and said, "Oh, they can blur that out." Well, oh, it's live TV, Eli. <laughs> you know, I was just like, oh, I didn't notice. You that. know, he gets. He gets a lot of flack, you know, because he's he, he has kind of a blank look on his face in a lot of pictures. And and he had a moment like that during the broadcast. I, I don't <laughs> I, I don't know what the context was. I just saw it, the picture of it and how they reported it and what he said. But, yeah, I, I don't. I don't know. Interesting, interesting. All right, let me mention some birthdays uh, today, and then we'll get out of here and make room for Matt Mosley coming in next. It is, uh, let's see, Randy McElvoy's birthday, our good friend down at KPRC in Houston. Happy birthday to Randy. Justin Hoff's birthday today. Justin Hoff uh, with um, uh, Baylor Vision does a great job there. He's the uh, videographer specifically for Baylor men's basketball, uh, does a great job, was in the bubble with Baylor basketball all year so happy birthday to jay hoff today dub kilgo's birthday today those of you that have been around a long time remember dub and and rick butler together out at mcc happy birthday to coach kilgo uh, randy riggs birthday today brad wilson's birthday today happy birthday to brad uh charles perry former baylor running back uh ray matthews former baylor football player uh, Nancy Goodnight's birthday is today. If there's a running event in Central Texas or uh, biking or, uh, or swimming, uh, Nancy Goodnight is probably involved. Uh, Rosa Warren up in Stephenville, happy birthday to Rosa. Uh, Aaron Bean with Baylor Athletics, happy birthday to Aaron today. Uh, Melinda Oliver, 
on the Baylor campus. Happy birthday to Melinda and uh, Deanna Jones Hampton is a friend of mine from high school. It's Deanna's birthday up in, she's in Louisville, I think, Louisville, Kentucky. So happy birthday to all those folks today. Aaron, anybody to add to the list? Um, no. No? I, I Nobody. I, I was, there was a couple I was on the fence about, and I was like, yeah, no, no, not really. It's a hot bar. I know it is very high. I'm not going to question that at all. So happy birthday to those folks. And let me finish with this. Uh, Mr. George Wallace has passed away. Uh, Many of you know George in this area. Uh, I knew him, uh, you know, with his uh, with his PR job, but also as an usher at Baylor events for many years. I think 25 years or so he's been an usher at Baylor events. Always, always very friendly, greets you with a smile short conversation and uh mr george wallace has passed away so our sympathies to his family and uh gosh what great memories of him you know my memories of him are you know walking into the Farrell center or baylor ballpark and he greets you with a smile and a handshake and uh and that's him so really really good man and uh, our condolences to his family and the passing of george wallace all right, let's take, uh, take a break, a long break. I'll be back uh, 23 hours from now. It's uh, more of a break to uh, let Matt Mosley come in here. And Matt is next, 3 to 4. Then Tom and Ward and Aaron back at 4 o'clock with game time. We appreciate you being with us. We appreciate Coach Paul Jobson being with us. Lord willing, we'll be back with you tomorrow at 2. Keep it here on ESPN Central Texas. Thanks, Jamie. I appreciate it. Recently on game time. Going now by Calvin Watkins from via Dallas Morning News. Calvin, first of all, good afternoon. Appreciate your time. Uh, what a crazy ending to that football game. 